early signing day transfer portal is just buzzing right now. Shitty bowl games. We'll talk about all of it coming up here. In a wow, minute. one of these things is not like, like the other. The Find a way to move the ball on offense. Down 7-3, their ball at their own 23 after the 8-yard return by Amin Hassan. Inside give, Anton Hall, big hole up the middle. He's at the 40, he's at the 50, he's at the 40, he's at the 30, right hash mark 20. He's at the 15, 10-5, he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Navy midshipman, 77 yards for Anton Hall. Another day, zero more dollars. Nah, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> feels that way. I was gonna say, if you've done any Christmas shopping, then it's it's another day, three hundred more dollars spent. Now, um, yeah. that is what it's I ended up spending. And since she doesn't watch this, well, let's let's talk about that. I wish we would have started with Christmas instead, but you know, yeah. it is it is this That's Sunday, are, um, yeah. which will be interesting. I don't know if we're going to do the show Saturday or Sunday. We're still, I think, working that out mm-hmm. for the holiday. But man. What a what an interesting time of year. Um, my girlfriend's actually getting some of her gifts tonight, or they should be getting there tonight. I, I sent them via UPS. I'd hope they get there, um, unlike anybody's voting ballots in 2020. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And, we're, we're banned. We're banned. <laughs> and um, Google's now going to shut up and us. You're gonna have to get hey, dude, I can talk whatever I want. I never received mine in the mail like I was supposed to. I, I'm just saying, to... I don't know where it could have got. Didn't grow legs and walk off. I can promise you that. So We're going to have to get a VPN to listen to this Loudmouth CFB in the future. Hey, Nord, please be our sponsor. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck posers. I'm telling you, dude, I never received it. I didn't even get a chance to vote in the 2020 election. Not that my vote would have mattered. Mm-hmm. They'd have forged it anyways. Um all right, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'll, I'll, I'll quit right while we're while we're ahead. Um, you told you told me to cut that out of the loudmouth quizzes, and then we can't cut this out live. Oof! Talk, hey, talk about Christmas. Let's get back all to Christmas. I'm, uh, Mary all, Chrysler. All, all, all I'm saying is, even my dead grandfather voted, and I I didn't even know he was still living. Anyways, um, <laughs> all right, we're we're done with that. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is here. Uh, what? Christmas is here, which means, uh, I mean, a lot of fun times with your families. I really do hope that everybody listening does get a chance to spend time with their family. Uh, it, it's it's a cool time of year for me. You know, I, this is one of the few times a year I, I really get to go home and, and visit my, my parents, grandparents. Uh, I'll visit my dog this time around because uh, I dropped her off, obviously. You guys probably remember her a month ago. Mm-hmm. You'll see her while I'm at home. I will have her with me, and she's not as small as she was anymore. So it's gonna Aww. be, it's gonna be fun to to be able to do that and and get to show you guys what what that's all about. She's she's a hell of a dog right now. Um, what did you get her for Christmas? So I think I'm gonna get her a dog bed. Um, it's kind that's of not big, a bad present for a dog. Kind of the big need right now is a dog bed. Mm-hmm. She's got toys. My dad's spoiling the fuck out of her with toys. Um, <laughs> so. He got well. Okay, so he got her these softer bones because she's still got her puppy teeth and everything. She's mm-hmm. only fourteen weeks old. Yeah. Um. So he got her these softer bones, but she does not fuck with them. She wants. There's a bigger dog at at this place, and if I can find a a picture somewhere, maybe I'll I'll put it up on screen. Um. But my dad's got this bigger dog that he's he's working and training. Um. At the same time. Yeah, and um. This dog is a just a straight fucking monster, to be completely honest. Um, I mean, he is a he's an absolute tank in every every sense of the word. I'm trying to see if I can find the pictures uh, um, of him so I can. Big old boy. Oh, he's he's huge, and if I can, like I said, if I can find him, I will. He's a heckin' good boy. I'll tell you that. Put him up here. Let me see. Oh, perfect. There's one one it's of my messages with. So... One of my messages with Emily. So hang on, let me go on the messenger. We'll, we're going to have some fun. This like is going to be a quicker episode anyway, so I mean, why not? Yeah. But anyways. Cam, what are, you, uh, what are you doing Christmas? I know for sure I'm calling my family. I'm 
not Tish. He's drinking in Discord with me. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be with family, but that might not be too far out of the realm of possibility for me. You gonna jump in and watch basketball with us? Maybe, maybe. There's also Christmas NFL games this week, which is there are Christmas. There are three Christmas NFL games. There's six NBA games once again, which I'm excited. I like the NBA. I think it's five. I was going to say basketball's a tradition still on Christmas. So So, a lot of here's this here's this dog. Okay. Okay. And let me preface: he is a Belgian Malinois, so basically the same same family breed, I guess, as German Shepherds. Just a little bit. Uh, There's differences, obviously, between. There are three differences, right? There's there's German Shepherds, Dutch Shepherds, and, and Malinois, which they all work really well for, like, police work and stuff like that. Yeah. So, he, this guy, this dog's a Belgian Malinois. He's being trained for, like, personal protection and stuff like that. He would be, dude's a fucking tank. He's only 10 months old, by the way. So when you see his picture, you're going to be like, that dog mm-hmm. is huge. Not even a year old. Yeah, not even a year old. So, anyways... One of these things this is him, right? Uh, me, me hanging out with him, and he's just sitting there, dude. His Aww. teeth are fucking huge, yeah. by the way, and they hurt. <laughs> just, just so you know, he, he, we were playing with a, a tug rope, and uh-huh. he literally missed the rope and got my hand. Oh, <laughs> and it was, it was, it was a big one. But yeah, he's, he's a good dog. Um, so he's a good boy, heckin' good. Anyways, boy. anyways, um, so Callie likes to go and steal his bones. And they're like the big, like heavy duty bones. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking, and when I'm talking like the heavy duty, like this dog gets a hold of him, and he'll he chewed in like six hours. Well, sorry, I shouldn't say six hours. Probably a day or two, but chewed like one of the nubby ends of the bone off, and was like working down the the, the bone. <laughs> so, um, but Callie will go and try to steal it from him, and and take it from him, and then walk away once <laughs> she does. And he has to obviously play nice because he's so much bigger and a lot, a little bit stronger at this time. But it's it's funny. So yeah, so she needs a dog bed so she can learn how to fucking go sit on it. Um, and so that's kind of going to be a nice little thing to have up, up there. And then um, other than that, I don't have much else to get for her. And I got mm-hmm. got some other gifts. Um, in the mail today, uh, I got Emily's sister's gifts in the mail, and then Emily's gifts, which are they're okay. They're, they're nothing crazy uh, right now, but the big gift is at home, and I'm actually really excited to be able to give that to her because the big gift is is cool as fuck. So yeah. Um, all yeah. in all, though, I spent three hundred dollars on all this shit. That's the bottom right, line. Yeah, I was just, and, saying, and I just the other day. So I, I've lost track of how much I've spent this this holiday season, and I, I still have one more thing that I'm probably going to get here in the next day or two uh, and wrap up. But everything else should be, or it's pretty close to being ready and, and finished, wrapped up, and everything like that to put under the tree. So some somehow this was one of the cheaper years for me, and it was still like, oh damn, this is too much. <laughs> It's yeah. it's bad, man. Like I don't. And you know get you getting that clutch Walmart discount coming in handy, and it's still too much, right? Hundred percent. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's it's insane how that works, man. How, how much yeah. money you can rack up on Christmas gifts, and you don't even know it until you're done. You're like, oh my god, like yeah. I had no clue until I was done that day. I was like, man, I just spent three hundred dollars. I will never financially recover from this Christmas. <laughs> I mean. How could you? I mean, it's it's right? been terrible. Uh, Honestly, not wrong. <laughs> it's 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 insane. But you know, that's the thing is like to me, it's never been about how much you spend or anything like that. And it, and it's not about it's how much things of cost. The gift, not the yeah, quantity. it's 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 just seeing you know having something that that uh, whoever you're giving the gift to can unwrap and and you know see the like the the little twinkle in the eye and the joy on their face and everything like that. I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm probably going to take video. I I've, I've got something pretty special in store for my mom this year. I, I think she's going to like it. So Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what I've done for my mom yet. I can't yeah. haven't fully decided what we're what we're going to go right. for there. Um Yeah. Me and me and the, my other siblings went in on a big present for my mom. We already got it for her and she loves it. So 
something sim- something similar something similar here uh, without because I don't know she she's here she can. I don't I'm, know glad, I'm glad I'm glad I didn't yet. get acknowledged too well. <laughs> I, I I thought I heard that. So <laughs> I, I, I think a headstone right works well for him. I thought we were just gonna skip right past we're it. We're just gonna like, move like, right over it. I'm like that. I saw Cam smile. And I'm like I'm like oh maybe he heard it. <laughs> maybe maybe he heard it. Um, well, you know I'm going to hear it later when I go back and clip this episode, don't you? So you might as well not live up too long. I'll, I'll hear it. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, man. Are we ready why don't we actually, we actually talk serious? some fucking football, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, man. We're, I'm sorry. I'm taking this show off the rails today. I'm. Hey, it's it's I, okay. I, it's it's nearly it's nearly Christmas, so we, we got a lot of stuff It's a big day. It, and... Yeah, it's a huge day, and it's not just for you know for close to Christmas. It's a huge day because it is yeah, early Nationals, signing day. Yeah, early signing day, and we're going to start with the transfer portal because a lot of things have moved around and things have happened. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and get right into this, and we're going to start with quarterbacks. Shadur Sanders, no, no surprise, Colorado. Yeah, not even. Yeah. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Emory Jones of Cincinnati. That's a big one, and here's why. Yeah, Scott Satterfield likes that that spread option style offense. He's a good quarterback for that. He's mm-hmm. very good for it. I mean, he's Absolutely. not he's not going to throw the ball all over the yard. He's not going to be uh, really. He's not going to be Malik Cunningham or even Lamar Jackson. But yeah. he can make some things happen um, on the ground sweet. at least. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think it'll be interesting. I just don't know that I like Satterfield's offense in the Big Twelve. I have a hard time deciding whether I'm going to like that. So we'll see. But I think this could this could end up being a bust. And probably here in the next couple of weeks, we may go over the coaching hires and probably try to rank them ourselves or, or mm-hmm. rate them ourselves. Yeah. But that's just a little bit of a peek. I'm just I'm not sure that I really like the hire for a team going to the Big 12. But um, nonetheless, Emory Jones, that's a good system QB for them. Mm-hmm. JT Daniels leaving West Virginia is fifth school. Well, sorry. Well, no, no, it's fourth school. Fourth school, yeah. USC, Georgia, West Virginia. And now, your Bryce Owls, baby. Let's no, fucking your, go. Your Rice Owls. <laughs> Let's your. Go, man. Tyler <laughs> Isley. Tyler. Hey, man. Yeah. But no, in all seriousness, what a, what a signing. They get a yeah. five-star transfer. A uh, I mean, he's still listed as a five-star, and I think he's got the talent to be. Yeah. Now let's let's talk about it. Last they're going year, they're to American now, right? They're going to the American, so that's, they're going to play a decent schedule. They're going to have some. Dude, I'm I'm excited. I I think this could be a bowl caliber team. By the way, yeah, and especially just, with JT Daniels, they were really good this year. They were just in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about. Unfortunately, yeah. but we'll talk about it. Um, I thought we talked about it. Well, oh, we already did talk about it. Wasn't that just wasn't that the last one? It, it Whatever. Was, it man. was Sunday. Yeah. Get off my ass. Um, <laughs> point being, I think this is a six to seven win team with JT Daniels. Okay, he can put the ball in plays that needs to be. West Virginia had a problem with dropping the football. They had they had butterfingers for days. They had popcorn every day before the games. Couldn't catch the ball. I don't know what it was, but I'm. I think that. Especially if Brad Rosner comes back, I don't know that he is or if he's eligible. Uh, but Luke McCaffrey and, and just this entire receiving core is really, really solid. I like what Rice has going for them in the skill positions. It's very hard Rice to get into Rice. Rice is a pretty young team across the board offensively, so they are. And and again, this is a huge pickup. They're only going to get better. They, this is a hard school to get into, by the way. This is a 10% acceptance rate. It's hard to build a program like that. Yeah. But they've got some really good players right now, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I don't know what it means for them. I don't know that they're going to, you know, go win a bunch of games next year. Like I said, I'm thinking six, seven wins. But JT Daniels, if he's on the game the way he was this season, which, again, doesn't look great from the numbers, but if you really watch the games mm-hmm. – it, it could turn this team from a five-win team to six, seven, maybe even eight wins yeah. next season. And that would be huge for this program. They're not going to cut their uh, – they're not going to cut their acceptance rate or anything. I mean, it's not going to yeah. help them bring in five-star athletes because they still have to, you know, want to do school. But yeah, it, this is a this is a cool a cool situation a for the Owls. So. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about just what we've seen from JT Daniels over the, the past few years, even when he was at Georgia before he got hurt with injuries, he was their best quarterback. And then, you know, it just was really injuries that allowed Stetson Bennett to get the shot. And, I mean, with the way that they were running their offense, you were, weren't really going to get him a chance to shine. But he was, he was phenomenal at USC. He was making great throws all season long when you watch West Virginia games. it was just When you watched him games. in the handful of games that he played at Georgia, he was really yeah. good, and he just he, unfortunately he, got replaced by Stetson Bennett, who we didn't yeah. even know was going to be so good. I yeah, mean, he, he was he was the one I, I think, don't think pretty much single-handedly won that, that Peach Bowl against Cincinnati uh, in uh, the yeah. 2020 season, the, the New Year's Day 2021. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, he was really, really good for them. I, I don't – I don't think he's a bad player. I really think it comes down to who's around him, and I think that him going to Rice could be really good. If he can lead them to an eight-win season, he's going to be a high draft pick because of yeah. what he's able to do. People understand what it's like to lead a team like that. At least if they don't, they should. I yeah. love the move for JT. I love the move for for Bloomgren and this Rice squad. They're going to be fun. I'm going to have to make sure I can catch a few games on ESPN Plus next year or – Stadium or whatever they play on. Well, it, they're going it to American. Be, it won't be stadium. It should oh, be yeah, that's right. Play. It is. It yeah, straight ESPN. up ESPN. Yeah, it'll be the awesome, ESPN man. networks and uh, ESPN Plus. So. Yeah, so that'll be fun to watch. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. I keep forgetting they're going to the American, man. It's so soon. I, but it's, I know. I saw, love it. I, I, I just, I just I set this all up in, in my dynasty on NCAA, too. I, I know you guys were like, I literally set all this stuff up two days ago. Yeah. And now we've. Now we're here. But anyways, I, I saw a tweet that's kind of funny. It's like, you know, JT Daniels taking that, you know, je- definition of journeyman quarterback and already on it, like fit for school and in, in college before he even gets the NFL. So I yeah, thought well. that was kind of funny, but I, I do agree with you. I think that his talent is, is very, yeah. I mean, this is a rice team that, you know, just a few years ago, maybe it's been up closer to 10. Now they were conference USA champs and, and getting pretty close to like, 10 wins with their uh, bowl appearance. If, if, if JT Daniels could get them to that level of success yet again, I mean, that's, that's phenomenal for, for that school. Absolutely. We're going to move on past Colin Schley. We talked about him going to UCLA, talk about journeyman. We're going to talk about the son of a journeyman quarterback and that's Owen McCown Mm -hmm. leaving Colorado. And he is committed to UTSA. That's a huge get for UTSA. Yeah. Um, They'll need to replace. They're going to need somebody to replace Frank Harrison. I Mm -hmm. think this is the guy. So cool to see uh, Owen McCown getting a getting a shot in San Antonio again, American Athletic Conference. Yep, Devin Leary, uh, we finally got him. He he, uh, I don't think we've had an, an episode since he announced he was officially going to head to Kentucky. I was going to get there, but yes, sorry, yes. I'm going in order of, okay. of the ones that have happened more recently. So okay. uh, I'm just he's the third one from now. So gotcha. Uh, Eli Stowers uh, leaving Texas A&M. He's going to New Mexico State, going to be joining the Conference USA, we know, next season. Big for Jerry Kill's program. Yeah, that'll be a good pick of a four-star, by the way. And MSU Uh, has actually been hitting the portal really hard. This is cool. It'll be fun to watch what they're able to do. Uh, Devin Leary, yeah, going to – leaving NC State, going to Kentucky. That'll be fun to watch. I'm curious of what what he's able to bring to the, the table there. Lane Hatcher leaving Texas State. He's going to Ball State. Drew Pine committed to Arizona State. Christian Velo uh, leaving Penn State. He's hitting Pittsburgh. Jacoby Criswell to Arkansas. Jeff Sims to Nebraska. Mm. Mikey Keene to Fresno State. Wow. Replacing coast Jake to coast Lanier. on this one. Coast yeah. to coast from Orlando all the way out to Fresno. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned Haynes King of, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago being pretty much verbally committed to Georgia Tech. That's official. Paul Tyson leaving Arizona State to go to Clemson. Cade McNamara signed his letter today for Iowa. Jordan McLeod leaving Arizona to go to JMU, another coast-to-coast kind of transfer. Jack Tuttle leaving Indiana. He's going to become just a backup at Michigan, Uh, more Mm. likely third or fourth string, but maybe a potential grad assistant. type scenario going on here and then phil Dracovic to pit 
which we I think we've known for a while, but I don't ever remember talking about it. So I don't I, think we. I yeah, I was just saying I hadn't heard. I don't it. think he had officially committed. It was just mm-hmm. one of those things where. Yeah, I was gonna say I had like read it. I'd read it almost a month ago, but I just could not. Never saw anything more on it. Um, we got a transfer here. Mario Anderson Jr. He's not rated, but he's leaving Newberry to go to South Carolina. I don't know anything about him, but it's South Carolina, so I'm going to talk about him. I was just saying Newberry is coming in from the D2 ranks, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. to, would, to South uh, Carolina. You would be able to know. <laughs> I would be. I would Fair be. Enough. I mean, I remember the. you remember how many years I spent down in the Division yeah. 2 days, so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jalen Knighton leaving Miami. He's hitting SMU, going to Dallas. That's that's that's, that's gonna be. I think that could be very big for SMU. Fun pickup for. for yes, Atlanta. it is D two, uh, by the way. Yeah. Kobe Pace uh, leaving Clemson. He's going to be at Virginia. Just trying to hit some of the bigger, bigger ones here. If I can find mm-hmm. any more big ones, um, there weren't a lot of running backs that really entered the portal to begin with. This was kind of a. Uh, a smaller class, if you will, when it comes mm-hmm. to these, to running backs, that is. Uh, wide receivers, though, was far from quiet. Aaron Anderson from Alabama to LSU. Uh, Jeremy Bernard from Michigan State to Washington. Uh, Jake Smith from USC to Arizona State. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to catch another big one. I think we've talked about a lot of these other ones. I know, so, I know uh, one name that we haven't talked about. Uh, that was just announced here in the like the last day or two. It's it shouldn't be a surprise, but uh, as soon as you know, Coach Prime announced he was heading from Jackson State over to Colorado. You pretty much expected that a lot of his guys were going to transfer with him. Travis Hunter has entered the transfer portal, not officially going to Colorado yet. He says he's going to make his decision when his YouTube channel reaches 100,000 subscribers. And Cam. We yeah. checked just before the episode started. Ninety nine point one. So he's he's getting pretty close. He'll he'll be there, I would think by tomorrow. We should know uh, yeah. for sure. It's it's expected he'll go to Colorado, but uh, I don't think that, it is. Yeah, one one thing I've to keep seen, in mind. It's a guarantee. I've seen Georgia, Alabama, yeah, seen, and USC. So said so Georgia is a legitimate player. Colorado, Miami, and USC are looking good <coughs> in the mix. Yeah, I didn't so see Alabama, but. Or yeah, my bad. I was thinking, I, I was thinking Miami, but then part of, for some reason I said oh, man, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, but he's also Earl. we talked about him the other day. Yeah, and in the episode JoJo Earl to TCU. That's a and he that's wasn't a good the pickup. only uh, Alabama guy that uh, came. He over. has a he has officially passed a hundred thousand. He's up to one hundred and one k. Holy crap! That. Yeah, that was really. That was literally like twenty minutes. I did not yeah. subscribe, by the no, way. No, not, South not Carolina is is hitting the portal pretty well on mm-hmm. in terms of tight ends. They got Trey Knox and Nick Elskins. Um, Trey Knox from Arkansas. We talked about him last episode, but then Nick Elskins is a brand new one. That's going to be a good a good pickup there. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to find another couple big ones here. Jaheim Bell officially to Florida State. AJ Barner in Michigan. Uh, AJ Barner was really solid at Indiana, and I'm, I'm actually excited for this one. He's a four-star listed in Michigan, just hammering the transfer portal this season. I, they're hitting the transfer portal yeah. hard. They're hitting all the positions that are questionable. And oh my god, I can't, I can't wait. Adding depth is, is what's the biggest thing for them. They basically uh, I, stole Stanford's offensive line as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, oh, yeah, it, uh, and part of Arizona State's. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. just hammering a portal, man. It's yeah. unbelievable. Uh, Miles Sinton, obviously, we talked about. It. We'll talk about the Michigan class in general because it kind of has some prevalence to, I guess, the podcast. Considering, I mean, you know, <laughs> um, I'm shocked. But, nah. Yeah, right, but. I don't know. Tommy Brockermeyer, that's a big pickup, too. You were mm-hmm. just talking about other guys from yeah. Alabama. He's at yeah. TCU mm-hmm. uh, now. Yeah. Trying to Tom, see who Tommy else. and JoJo both coming coming to TCU from Alabama. I mean, I'm excited because I know they've got talent. Yeah, Rice is picking up another guy from uh, from Nebraska this time. Brant Banks is heading over to Houston. Uh, Jake Hornibrook to Duke. That's a, a good – another Stanford O-lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to see if I can catch anything else here. 
nothing else really standing out. I shouldn't. I should say uh, Dawson Jaramillo from Oregon to NC State. Another, a lot of coast to coast transfers lately. Like I've been seeing mm-hmm. it, noticing it more and more as we go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, curious. And to I, see I think with, with you, what you're saying with you know realignments and conferences, a lot of these athletes are used to going and, and traveling from you know all over the country for for certain things. So. It's yeah. it's not that far fetched to think that they'll go coast to coast. Yeah, absolutely. Charlotte's picking up a couple of interior offensive linemen uh, through the portal: Andrew Adair and Austin Johnson. Um, Landon BB or Bebe, maybe I don't know. Uh, from Missouri State to Colorado, that's a decent pickup. How's it spelled? There. B-E-B-E-E. Yeah, it's BB. 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 Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Didn't know what you wanted me to say. So, anyways, you're good. De- defer uh, to what's easier. If you're wrong, it's it's not a big deal. I don't. Yeah, I'm not too worried. Um, yeah. Trying to catch some others here in this. We haven't I mean, talked about. Obviously, we talked about the two Michigan commits. We talked about JV Onco, and I'm not seeing much. A lot of like, team-specific things that we could do. Uh, I was about to say, we can do some team-specific stuff. I'm just trying to get through some of the bigger names real quick, mm-hmm. and then we'll move move forward. I know it's kind of signing slow. Yeah. Yeah. Josiah Stewart to Michigan was phenomenal. This is my favorite pickup in the portal so far. Uh, transfer mm-hmm. from Coastal Carolina. Great edge rusher. Yeah. Really looking forward to seeing what he does. Um, again, I'm not seeing too much else in this one either. Again, just trying to catch some of the big ones. Taj Alston from West Virginia, Colorado. Are you good? Yeah, I, I just... You, you're looking at BJ's fingers or what? I just clicked on it and looked at the rankings, and uh, Arizona State has 15 transfers in total. That are you leaving know, or coming in? That they've got coming in. Gotcha. I was say Arizona State hit it well, yeah. man. They're, yeah. People are buying in over, over there. That's for certain. Yeah, a handful of decent ones here. Young, uh, youngest coach in in P five, and but they're buying in. I guess it's I because mean, he's so close he to can, them. And yeah, I was gonna say he can relate to the players. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, no, Kenny Dillingham's doing a great job. Um, trying to catch anything here, linebacker wise that I haven't we haven't talked about yet, which I don't see anything. I know that Utah got a four-star. Let me double-check. It was Levani DeMooney. Did you say anything about Jack Plummer? Jack Plummer's transferring from Cal. I haven't. I didn't see that. I didn't um, see that. But I, I, just, I was. I just saw it pop up um, on this latest updates from today. Uh, Jack Plummer's transferring from Cal. He's like number four down on uh, this two four seven page for oh, twenty twenty three yeah. transfers. Let's we'll take a look at some of these. Looks like Cal well, has well, a lot. Eric of Gilbert. Eric Gilbert entered the portal oh. today. We talked about yeah. that a little bit ago in the chat, but yeah, that's a big one there in itself. It is. Um, Yeah, no, these are some some big time names. Let's see. Got top here. The top, obviously, number one, Travis Hunter. The number two commit or transfer right now, Ernest Hausman, Michigan got him. Um, mm-hmm. Still, two of the top fifteen players in the portal uh, for for the Wolverines right now. But taking a look other elsewhere, Denver Harris leaving A and M is still open. Fentrell Cypress from Virginia, still still looking for a place. Same with Grayson McCall and Dominic mm-hmm. Lovett. Um, Hudson Card still with yet to uh, yeah, yet to do anything. I'm trying to see if there's any other names that haven't officially done any, any made any moves yet. Marshawn Lloyd, that one hurts, man. I hate to see that. Right now, DJ Uyunglele is projected for Hawaii. Yeah, I saw that going back home. Yeah, 
Chris Marshall, another uh, Texas A&M wide receiver transfer, looking to go to TCU as, as of right now. Is that's the favorite? Maybe interesting. Uh, Brennan Armstrong still looking. I mean, that, that's the big thing right here is these quarterbacks that haven't quite made their decisions yet mm-hmm. are going to be really interesting. Interesting to see what they do and who they who they pull with them. Like yeah. Malik Hornsby is not one that I'm too worried about, but I mean, there's a handful that could be. Could be really interesting. So, with that, let's go ahead and let's try to look at what can we look at here? I'm taking a page out of your book. So, wherever you're wanting to go, is this? Early signing day. Well, I'm gonna go. I, I was gonna take a look at the uh, at all right now. Uh, I'm trying to look at everybody who's committed to or, or just everybody who's linked to Michigan in some way right now. And, and right now, I mean, there are seven transfers coming in, two going out. The two going out, we already know McNamara and all mm, yeah. going to Iowa. They're committed. Uh, but look, here, here are the big names right now: Ernest Hausman, Ladarius Henderson, Josiah Stewart, AJ Barner, Miles Hinton, Drake Nugent, and Jack Tuttle. I mean, this is this is one hell of a, uh, a portal class right now. I mean, obviously there's yeah. a lot of time to go, but that's just unbelievable. Florida State's got a good class too, and the big one that really helps them out is Jaheim Bell. But they got Jeremiah Byers uh, coming over from UTEP, Kyle Morlock. A tight end from Shorter, uh, Darrell Jackson, a D lineman uh, leaving Miami to go over to Tallahassee, and then Keandre Jones, another offensive lineman from Auburn. They're looking good. So uh, let's take a look at the number 10 ranked transfer class right now in TCU. They got Brocker Meyer and Earl, obviously, from mm-hmm. Alabama, and then Jack Beck from LSU, a tight end transferring in as well. That take could be big. Point. More look because there are two future Big Ten teams who are looking pretty good, and that is UCLA, and they've got Colin Schley and Jake Heimlicker, um, an edge rusher and Heimlicker, uh, Olu Oladejo from a linebacker that transferring from Cal, uh, Molokai Mataveo, another tight end, great tight end from Oregon, and Spencer Holstead from Purdue and interior offensive lineman. A decent class so far from UCLA, and USC is getting some decent guys as well. They have Dorian Singer, Christian Roland Wallace, Mason Cobb, and Kyan Bars coming in as well. So interesting classes for the future Big Ten schools. Um, other than that, there's not a whole lot more I really want to or have uh, team-wise to discuss. Yeah, you guys have anything, but no. I mean, you you, know. you hit the the main guys that uh, TCU has gotten, and you know the the only thing that you could merely you know add on to it would be the the incoming freshman class uh, that started you know signing early today with uh, a lot of you know a lot of flips and and some of that. That I mean, that could be its own. Uh, you well, know, we're talking about flips. So let's just go ahead and talk about the big one. Dante Moore had Oregon thinking he was going there this entire time. And everybody, there was all these rumblings about, man, Dante Moore's going to come play for Mel Tucker and go to Michigan State. Not even that. He flips and goes to UCLA. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. But Chip Kelly, man, that's a quarterback right there that you're going to have coming in. I know they've got Colin Schley coming in. I don't know that he's going to be their starter or not uh, in replacement of – DTR, but Dante Moore is going to run the show when it gets to that time. I'm excited to see what he's able to do. That's going to be fun to see uh, and and watch what he's able to do in regards to that. Now, I'm taking a look through everything else. Austin Novosad, the number 10 ranked quarterback in the entire country uh, out of Dripping Springs, Texas. Decommits from Baylor and Goes to Oregon instead, a big mm-hmm. time flip from Austin Novosad. Um, 
Lincoln Keenholz to Ohio State. Just trying to get through some of these, but really there wasn't a whole lot that I uh, caught from this this period here. Um, yeah, it was one of those. I mean, you talk about not just uh, for Oregon the the quarterback flip here that was earlier this morning with uh, Austin Novosad, but Oregon got a couple of other guys as well that flipped. Uh, they think it was like three or four uh, at last check. I'm going to try yeah. to see if I can find some names, but um, not just uh, not just Novosad, but flipped five-star defensive back Peyton Bowen from Notre Dame. That was um, around lunchtime. You keep going up throughout the day and look at some of the other names. They got five-star edge rusher Mateo Uyagalele, which is, of course, the brother of former Clemson quarterback DJ Uyagalele. Um yeah. It, it's been a big day for Oregon, and, and one of those that's like, you know, uh, they, they also flipped four-star defensive back Dalen Austin from LSU. So Oregon really making some moves with Dan Lanning. And, and you know, there was – I don't know if you saw it. There was um, there was a coach, I think it was uh, Matt Rule, that kind of was doing some subtweeting last night about some of the schools had a duck emoji in there. And Dan Lanning comes, comes back with – you know, like four ducks after they got four flips today. So I don't know if that's money talks or if that's just, you know, a little it's, coy mind games being played, but it's can the we, Nike can, school. So can, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Can, can we get an Oregon, yeah. Nebraska, a non-conference matchup like next year pronto? Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, we can look through all this stuff. And the big thing right now that Green I've noticed rivalry. is Alabama has own signing day today for the early signing period. I mean, they yeah. right now, 27 commitments, six, five stars, 24 stars. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually know what the scholarship limit is anymore. Is it? Yeah, how many commits are three stars. So that, well, that's not what I'm talking about. I, I'm just You're talking saying, about the number, like total the number, num- the number of scholarships you can offer per season. I don't, I feel like there's still a rule on that, but I, maybe I could be wrong. Um, I think it, um, it, if it depends on, you know, I know the D2 rule is you can't exceed a certain money amount, but that can be distributed through, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily like this number of athletes. It's a total of like money that oh, you my. have available. Maybe it's the same way with, you know, a school like Alabama. Whatever your opening cam, this is very distracting. Okay. <laughs> A, a ten of Altoids should not make that much damn noise. You just go keep bracketing on. We're gonna make it <laughs> for a minute. Jesus, I'm done. So we're good. <laughs> all right, anyway, we don't trust you. you. Uh, but all yeah, right, so we were talking about Alabama. Alabama really, you know, somebody made the comment earlier today. I think it may have been Colin. That's like, you know, if you thought the dynasty was dead, you were sorely mistaken. I don't know because you've seen a bunch of schools be able to you know, get four or five stars in and then they not pan out on the field. Look at Texas A&M. I mean, even Alabama's had some, some down seasons and it's not like their talent level has dropped. I th- I, but I think we can agree coaching at Texas A&M and Alabama are oh, very absolutely. Different. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd still take Bob over whoever the fuck the Texas A&M offense. They don't oh, have you an offense. You take Bill O'Brien over Jimbo? Bob, okay. Yeah, I was going to say Bill O'Brien over Jimbo. I would too. Jimbo may be the next offensive coordinator at Alabama if he keeps his shit up. Yeah, um, he's got to go through the the coach of uh, the coaching reform school that Nick Saban offers over there. Yeah, Alabama's just tearing it up though. Uh, Georgia's yeah. sitting at second right now. Texas third, Miami number four, and Ohio State number five. Is this uh three, four, and five makes me feel like the early two thousands, man? What the hell? Yeah. Uh, anyways. LSU, Oregon, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, and Tennessee, the top 10. Clemson, Florida, Penn State, Texas A&M, USC, top 15. South Carolina, Michigan, TCU, Auburn, Florida State, the top 20. Pretty close. We go through 25, Arkansas, Utah, Texas Tech, Mississippi State, and Michigan State. Texas Tech at 23 is a name that's really surprising. I heard um, that – oh – Joey McGuire had a speech earlier today. He said, "No longer uh, will will they say that West Texas isn't marketable, can't recruit anybody." 
we're here to change that rhetoric today. We're here to change that rhetoric now. So keep an eye out on them. We, we, you, you, all three of us kind of had low expectations for Texas Tech this season, but expected them to jump up significantly in the next year or two, and th- they might be already early on ahead of schedule. So they've already exceeded. I think all of our expectations will need not to just see for this year, but field. maybe for the next two years. Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll still right. need to see more on the field, of course. Yeah. So we want to go ahead and recap some stuff now. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Hang on, I want to do one more thing. Okay. Real quick, very, very quickly. We've had a couple coaches be announced at schools. Uh, Brian Newberry, new head coach at Navy. Welcome. Uh, this guy looks like him. guy looks like a tough son of a bitch. So let's do it. Uh, Yes, Joe Sergeant. That's what we it, need. I mean, literally, yeah. you look at that guy, like, all right, this guy should be coaching Navy. <laughs> this yeah, guy definitely belongs. It's it's Nia Malatello's uh, defensive coordinator who got mm-hmm. promoted up. Yeah, so and then they, they are uh, keeping uh, that. They just promoted their defensive place. coordinator too uh, today, but I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. But either I'll way, I'm excited. Uh, Brian Newberry is going to be going to be fun to watch for for Navy. Uh, Kenny Burns, Minnesota's running backs coach, is going to be replacing Sean Lewis at Kent State. This is going to be his first shot at a uh, at a head coaching job, but obviously under PJ Fleck multiple times, and then North Coast State. Maybe we already talked about that one. That one seems familiar. Maybe I just PJ Volker is the Navy's new defensive coordinator. Yeah, that's that's right. Hey, did did I miss it? Did we? Did I hear Sean Tucker's was entering his name in the transfer portal? Did he? I I hadn't seen anything, but I swear I thought I remembered hearing something about that. Um, I maybe I'm wrong. Hard time. No, I mean you could probably check his uh, Twitter. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, I mean there's a hell of a lot of running backs in the portal, but I don't know. Maybe Brett I'm wrong. Brett Bielema has reached an extension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brett Bielema extended through 2028. I saw mm-hmm. that yesterday. That's a great. That's a good for Great Illinois. Job. Yeah. Give give him give give them give him the boast of confidence that you know you've had a great year. Keep building mm-hmm. this program up. That's something that they didn't afford Lovey Smith, and he was having a, a lot of success building something up. But I think Brett has exceeded that already here in year two. So I just want to say that if we can beat North Carolina, Ohio State can suck it. Michigan North Carolina basketball. are playing. Yeah, right yeah. now the. Uh, Whatever the fuck classic this is, I don't even know. Uh, anyways, Atlantis. Yeah, that's in Thanksgiving Bahamas. week. It's the Jumpman oh, Invitational. Oh, the night the Jordan one, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Weird time. Oh yeah, something that we didn't talk about the other day was um, that Rocky Long is now the Syracuse defensive coordinator. I'm gonna say I don't think I don't think we've been talking about some of the assistant coaches, yeah. but they're gonna be fun yeah. to to go in and, and catch up Take with. Look at, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the big ones are the, the head coaching moves, obviously. But. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's funny. Um, watching like, like some of this stuff feels almost like NCAA 14, like mm-hmm. level moves. Right. But they're funny yeah. and they're fun to watch. So yeah, it'll be cool to see what happens. So anyways, let's go ahead and uh, take some time here. Why don't we? Let's do. Root. I was gonna say. Let's preview. <laughs> well, let's but preview not yet. quite. Close. Let's All right. Preview yet. All right. UConn got their ass whooped. Let's be real. Uh, yeah. This game is really not worth talking about. It's twenty-eight nothing. UConn kind of tried to forge a late cover, couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, man. They had they had their chances in the second half. They were keeping it competitive. It was the turnover. They were really scrappy. Yeah. Like, no, like what what we see there. A uh, couple that led to touchdowns for Marshall in that first half. Really seemed to put the game away. Uh, Marshall just kind of got into doing what the Thundering Herd have done, and you know, and UConn will go without a bowl win for at least another year. Yeah, absolutely. Cam, anything? Any thoughts? Yeah. This game sucks. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I was gonna say this: this the the whole early Christmas bowls, with with certain few exceptions. I've kind of had some clunkers. Well, if we're being BJ honest. and I were texting about that earlier, I was, actually. Like, I was watching this game, and I literally went home early because I wanted to watch this game, thinking it might be decent. 
no. This game, I thought completely wrong. Uh, congratulations, great job, Eastern Michigan. But Jesus, I was ready to. This, this one, mind this, this one game. completely started off San Jose State's way, and then it like completely 180, and Eastern Michigan never looked back. Yeah. Yeah, Eastern Michigan, man, what a team they had this year. Nine wins. I don't know what the stat was the other day. Was this not their first nine-win season overall? Or No, I, I don't thought know. That's what you thought, in here, but. Yeah, I thought I thought that this was their first nine-win season ever I could, in program I, I couldn't. I couldn't find it, and, but, but I, I did find it going back, and I changed that. So a, a fun fact I did find, though, was um, this is the first bull win since 1987, and for Eastern Michigan, which was also against San Jose State, and also their last n- really? time they won nine plus games in a season. It, it's it's weird, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's wild, man. That's cool how it works that way, though. Like we said, things go in waves, and, and it seems like that just happens sometimes. Like I mean, CFB literally, universe. there was like a hand, there was a handful of years in a row where. Like, we played Florida every single year, and it's like, can we get the fuck away from these dumbasses? Like, I'm sick of it. Yeah. The and not even in that bad way, but I was, I was tired, especially after we got our ass beat in the uh, Citrus Bowl. Yeah. I was over that garbage real fucking quick. But Y'all played, uh, like, three times in, like, seven years or something. Played like four that. times in three seasons. Jeez. If I'm not – or three times in four seasons. One of the two. I mean, it was just unbelievable yeah. how often the, we The played. last game that Lloyd Carr coached, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that one, Tebow. too. The Capital One – or, well mm-hmm. – yeah, it was. It was Citrus Bowl when it was not the Citrus Bowl. Well, no, hang on. Hang it on. was the Capital One Bowl. Was it? Yeah. We didn't go to a BCS Bowl that year? No. In the final Lloyd Carr season? I, no. Because no. there was like did, four, that was that was four losses. No, it was 07. And that's part 07. of the reason why I th- that that's was right. last year. Last year. The, yeah, no, it was 07. You're losses. right, you're right, because I was I, – yeah, he I started probably. off with the App State loss. I, yeah, and, and for some Oregon reason, I, I think of 07, and I don't think Lloyd Carr was coaching that team in my mind because of the App State game. Yeah. And I always forget that we ended up going 9-4 and four that year. Like, I totally thought 07 was the first year of the, the bullshittery that we had to watch for with three Rich seasons <laughs> that then turned into six of seven seasons. Um, but, yeah, no, I was sitting here. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Because we went to the Rose Bowl, the 07 Rose Bowl. In 2000, play USC, yeah. Um, but the 07 season was, yes, okay. Yeah. Now I understand. Was, now was Illinois in the Rose Bowl? Yeah. Nice <laughs> stuff because they, they beat Ohio State, yeah. uh, anyways. Juice Williams is so fucking good, by the way. You ever go back and play those games and use Juice oh, Williams? Oh, dude, yeah. he's almost like cheat Pat code. White, man. He's a almost cheat like Pat White, <laughs> yeah. unbelievable, anyways. So much fun. Toledo did exactly what I thought Toledo would do. Now, Liberty played pretty well, but this is their first bowl loss. Um, Toledo, I don't really care about that. That's kind of a, a nitpicky one. First nine-win season with a bowl win since 2015. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. However, I mean, this is a this is a good team, and Toledo yeah. is solid, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I said it the other day. I mean, Finn is literally Braxton Miller on – on a G5 school. I mean, he's just – he's really good for them. I was Um, trying not to do the same thing about, like, undefeated still against Liberty or something like that. I wanted to mix it up. So I did have to go – I did have to go and cherry pick it a little bit. But, I mean, you saw Toledo. They they were trailing at halftime. This is the first time Liberty had trailed – or Liberty was leading at halftime and did not go on to win this year. Uh, The huge freeze effect, man. I mean, literally, I mean, he's he's a hell of a coach. Yeah. Uh, And then Liberty – you know, got a couple trick plays or one trick play, especially got themselves back in it. Game should have been tied going to overtime or Toledo would have had to go down and win it late, but they missed the extra point And then they missed the two point conversion. They didn't get the ball yeah. back. Toledo held on the way. Oh, hey, I still missed him. <laughs> like, I mean, it should have, yeah. should have, but it wasn't. It could have, would have. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a kicker that sucks, that's what happens. If ifs uh, and buts were candy and nuts, hey, they would have hey, had a BJ, Merry Christmas. What, what's the line again? What line? What's the line? College kickers. College kickers, man. College I'm kickers. telling you. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Now to whatever. Well, maybe some games that everybody wants to talk about. This game, I am extremely excited for. Now, I don't know why. I have a feeling Baylor is going to win this game. And I think they're going to win pretty comfortably, to be completely honest. 
but I think Air Force can hang around for a little bit. And again, I, I'm a big fan of Brad Roberts and Zeke Daniels. I think this is a really solid team uh, that Air Force has. Obviously, the Commander Chiefs Trophy winners. But for me, this, this Baylor team just feels and looks like they should be able to win this game. And um, I, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think Baylor controls it start to finish. It'll look close, but you'll kind of it, – it's one of those games that you'll just – know who was in control and was a better team the whole way through. And I think that's why Baylor will be seven and six. And that's a, a record I did not expect to be saying about this team preseason for certain. Not so fast, my friend, not because I'm going off of any Baylor bias, but uh, you haven't checked the weather forecast. I live down here. I know it's going to be really freaking cold. It's going to be a game that air force. They're going to be, they're going to feel rather balmy. In fact, with a, a temperature in the, lower digits and, and up around the teens and, and maybe the low aught, like aughts basically single digits perhaps um but is that really for, how cold it's supposed to be it, they're saying the low temperature it won't be during the game but it'll be below 20 uh or in the teens pretty much for the entirety of the game on the, tomorrow night um really? yeah it's it the wind is going to be gusty it's going to you know be, what yeah, it's good. No, it's I'm with be... you then. I didn't know that. I mean, I don't obviously. I don't fucking live in Texas. I'm with <laughs> you. And thank you for thank you for that. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, you're you're more thing. than welcome. I think that, but even without the weather forecast, I thought Air Force was going to be able to win this game. I, I call it just being able to keep Baylor defense on the field, the wearing them down, and and Baylor's offense. Yeah, they can run the ball, you know, as well, but not as well as Air Force can. And I, I think the Falcons are the better team, and I think they will get the victory. I expect it to be a pretty close game, but it's going to come down to turnovers. I think if, if Air Force can hold on to the ball and, and not cough it up, I expect that you know they, they might even be able to force a, a fumble or, or get an interception on Baylor's offense. I think the Falcons win this game. I don't think it's going to be comfortable. Obviously, if you're in attendance, it's not going to be comfortable. But uh, give me Air Force to win this game, and I guess you're changing your pick, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll make my pick. That's right. nothing. It's going to be five degrees. What here. is this? What is anyway? <laughs> Armed Forces Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Lockheed Martin Armed mm-hmm. Forces Bowl. The twentieth version, twentieth edition, mm-hmm. actually. So twentieth year anniversary. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I have Air Force winning as well, and I've been pretty confident about that all of bowl season so far. Um, I do think it's going to be a rather close game. I think Baylor's defense is able to keep them in the game. They've got a kind of similar offense in the sense that they try to establish a line of scrimmage and control the pace of play. Um, but I, this Air Force team is very disciplined, and I don't and. One of the things that we've seen Baylor rely upon this year is forcing turnovers. I don't think Air Force is going to force turnovers the same way some of these teams that Baylor has played throughout the year have. So I think Air Force is able to get the victory here, even without the weather. Yeah, that's kind of my thought to process, too. Y'all think, Baylor, y'all think Air Force would win without it? Yeah. Even if it was yes. balmy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah even, throwing even my if it, balls on the table here. Even if it was 40s, 50s, I still think Air mm-hmm. Force wins. I don't think the weather is going to affect it as much. Brad Roberts will, is a special player. Like, it, it it would it's def, the weather that it's supposed to be tomorrow is definitely going to affect it. But it, if it was 30s, 40s, 50s, even, I, I think it would be still be a close game. But I, I think Air Force could win. All right. Fair enough. Okay, Louisiana and Houston in the Independence Bowl. I have no clue where this game's played, to be completely honest. Is this Shreveport. Shreveport. Shreveport, okay. I was going to say, I, thought I had a weird feeling it was in Louisiana. I just didn't know where. Um, mm-hmm. I, Louisiana, really in fact, is the last of the Louisiana teams. They had never appeared in an Independence Bowl until this year. Well, congratulations to them, uh, but they're going to have to wait to win one. Uh, I think Houston's going to be able to really control this game from the beginning. Louisiana's been really rough uh, this season. Obviously, Billy Napier meant a lot to that program, and uh, 
it just seems like they're they're kind of a shadow of what they what they were just just a year ago. So I think Houston's going to come in and control it. They've been so inconsistent, and so damn terrible this year. But yeah. I, I have a hard time believing they don't win this one. I think they'll they'll get those back to back bull wins for the first time since fourteen and fifteen. Well, it's really a testament of how bad the season has been for Houston. The Clayton Tune, their quarterback, is their leading rusher, and they don't really do a whole lot. Of, it's not like a QB option play or anything like that. You know, this is Dana Holgerson's offense. He wants to throw the ball all over the field. You see, I mean, Tune's thrown almost 500 times and, and might, by the end of this game, have thrown 500 passes this season. He will. Um, yeah, so – it, it's one of those that it's one of the for we were talking preseason about Houston as a possible New Year's Six team, or maybe even if things went right, they're you know they played their cards right, they could have been the first Texas team to represent in the college football playoff. That wasn't the case. I, I still think that this is going to be a win, a bowl win for Houston at the end of the day. I'm like you said, Tyler, Louisiana has just been too inconsistent. I know Houston has been too, but I think they've got more talent. Uh, you see, really what. I, I wouldn't say this, and Louisiana's just been play, playing bad. Yeah, Houston yeah. has just not figured out how to play a damn game of football. Yeah, Louisiana's just been playing bad, and that's yeah. you can't You're really so, outdo it. It's just they're shit, lucky shit. they were they're in the weaker division of their conference. Yeah, I mean they they yeah. hand, got handed a couple losses from. Um, I, I think Troy they're and a lot South Alabama, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. That division was so weak, it really was able to give them some some wins to even be here. I mean, they were very yeah. fortunate mm-hmm. to be where they're at. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you see it right there just the on the screen. Fewest wins in the season since 2017. That really is a staple of, of what Billy Napier was able to build there and, and how many of those guys, you know, left and, 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 and they haven't been able to find that success yet. They might here in the next couple of years, but it, it's going to have to come off of a 6-7 and seven season because I think Houston wins this game. Yeah, no, for sure. I have Houston winning this game as well. Um, not just that, Louisiana struggled with passing defense and defense in general. And say what we want about um, Houston having a down year, the offense hasn't been the problem there. Like, yeah, it hasn't necessarily been as explosive as what you expect from a Holgerson offense at times, but the offense has played very well. Look at those statistics, and that backs that up. It's been a good offense. Just defense bites them in the ass once again. Um, but give me Houston. Wake Forest and Missouri playing on Friday in the Gasparilla Bowl. And, man, what a disappointing bowl game this is for Wake. Um, but... I'm pulling for not one touchdown, but I'm pulling for five for Sam Hartman. Said it with style, man. Uh, the passing touchdown record all time for ACC just needs that first one to get the record all to himself. Um, man, this, this has been a really good Wake Forest team. Unfortunately, just some struggles uh, late in the season. And Missouri, on the other hand, I don't even know how they made a bowl game, to be honest. And Dominic Lovett's in the transfer portal. I think there's no way that Missouri hangs – really very well in this game. I think they'll stick around for a while, but Wake is just going to be a little bit too too overbearing offensively. I think I think Wake pulls away late and wins by a couple scores. Wake and bake, baby. I think, as you said, Sam Hartman, he's going to do it in style. No, I he's... didn't say that. <laughs> that's, that's not I think what, you, what you're wanting to happen. How about that? Uh, I think he will. I think he'll, I he'll think get so. a, a few touchdowns. He's also – I don't remember how many passing yards he needs, but if, if he does – if they keep him in and he continues to just sling it up and down the field like he has at times and, and can for sure throw the ball around, he's pretty close to Phillip Rivers' mark for passing uh, yards in all, all time in ACC quarterback play. Uh, I don't know. I don't expect him to pass that, but keep an eye on that depending upon how uh, lopsided this one ends up becoming. I, I think Wake Forest is the better team. And I really do think that they're going to lay a whooping on Missouri. I think Missouri, you know, kind of similar to last year where they're they're glad that, you know, they're able to make a bowl game. And, and you see there that, you know, Eli Drinkwitz has had a really good run of success here with, you know, bowl games in each of his first three seasons. He's only the, the second coach of Missouri history to ever do that. But like you said, with Lovett entering the transfer portal, I just I, – I don't even think if Lovett had played that this game would have been all too terribly close. It won't be without love it for Missouri's offense. 
I've got the Deeks, and I've got the Deeks rolling in this game. Yeah, I have Lake winning big as well. I do like what Drinkwitz is building there in Columbia, but they've they're still a year or two away. He's building that offense to fit what he wants to do. Um, give me Wake. Saturday's only game happens at 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. That's the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Middle Tennessee State and San Diego State. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything good to say about either one of these teams, honestly. I think they're both pretty – I think they're both pretty bad. I'm not looking forward to watching this football game. I'm going to. Um, probably have to tie myself to the chair to do it, but I'm, I'm going to watch it. Is there not a pro game on Saturday night? I know they've got like a whole bunch. There's three. The... There's one in each time slot. Well, actually, yeah, Saturday – Saturday should have every time slot. I, think, I was going to say. Like there's, there's, I know there's the, – the first two time slots for sure. I'll, I'll get an answer real quick. Yeah. Here. Don't worry, Cam. I already got it pulled up. <laughs> there, There is. It's on NFL Network, unfortunately. Uh, well – Probably fortunately for some, uh, the Raiders and Steelers <laughs> on. At oh, that's right, the 50th anniversary. And by the mm-hmm. way, R.I.P. Franco Harris. Yeah, man, you yeah, talk about a, just what a terrible random, timing. Yeah, random oh, timing man. there, man. Maybe COVID shots. Um, hey, man. Look, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just. Yeah, that's. Yeah. What, Get that aluminum aluminum foil hat on. Remember what Charles Barkley said about uh. Things that don't happen, outrageous things. All right, we're not going to give them. That. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were about to say, what let's not let's not go from this? sports no. conspiracies into conspiracies. Like let's let's we're stick with the sports conspiracies. conspiracies. Come on, man. Hey, listen. No, All right, here, here's what I'm going to say. San Diego State's offense is really yeah. bad. Milton State has one of the best corners in the country. Very underrated, but one of the best yeah. corners in the country. Yeah. I think I'm going to use that to ride the wave of the Blue Raiders in this one. Three and six in bowl games since 06. I think they're going to be four and six. Give Rick Stocks to another big-time win here in this one. Yeah, you're going to make that uh, – you're going to make my friend Elizabeth over there in the Rocky Mountain – not Rocky Mountain. Why did I say that? It's Appalachians. The Appalachian Mountains. Smoky Mountains? <laughs> Smoky In Tennessee? Which one are you – is she in Tennessee no, I, or – yeah, Tennessee. They're probably the Smokies. I was going to okay. say closer to the Smokies, but Middle Tennessee yeah, still anyway. about two hours from that. I was just saying, I've, I've, never, I've never been to that area, so I wouldn't know. It's closer to Nashville. Closer to Nashville. I, I was going to say, Nashville. yeah, it's a little out of. I have been to Nashville. It's just a little out of Nashville. It's not. Yeah. But anyway, um, all that being said, I mean, I, I like your pick. I understand why you're doing it. I just I like San Diego State's defense a little bit more in this game. I think that's what's going to be the the difference maker. And I'm going to take the Aztecs. I, I don't expect there to be a whole lot of points scored. And so if you like defense, this might be the ultimate stocking stuffers watching this game on Christmas Eve. Or rather, why not watch this game? Why not go to bed early and wait for Santa Claus and save yourself the? I don't know. That save- dude really wants to go after Hunter Dickinson like that, bro. You'll get your ass whooped. Save, save yourself, save yourself some some nightmares and dream of sugar plum fairies instead of. I'm about saying Doug McDaniel so. come up like he was about to whip his ass too. Oh, dude, that would have been fucking phenomenal. I'll take the so, Aztecs. Just I, I think he got. I think he just got ejected too, and he definitely should have. He threw a punch. Whatever. Anyways, um, can't take a foul. Anyway. Wow. Wow. Um. Anyways, um. There's typically two types of defensive games. There's typically good ones, and then there's ugly ones. This is going to be an ugly one. <laughs> um, I think that both these offenses have struggled at times. We've seen a bit more life out of Middle Tennessee. I'm going with Middle Tennessee to win, but I I wouldn't be surprised if this is like 13-7, 10-7, something like that. It's going to be ugly. A, fucking ugly game. These assholes get to go to Hawaii. They better put on some fucking offense. Alright? <laughs> Come on, was man. Just, is this, this is the first Hawaii Bowl we've had since 2019, isn't it? Have we, I, we didn't I have one the last be, two years. Yeah. I think it might be. Which is nice. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to see it come yeah. back. I don't even know where they're playing at in Hawaii, but... They're, they're playing Hawaii at the is. makeshift Hawaii 
stadium. Yeah. yeah. San Diego State looking for that third straight bowl win that they haven't had ever since joining the Division One. Uh, right. Ranks, yeah. man. This is this is an interesting time for them. I just I have a hard time, man, with their offense. And again, if they're not going to be able to really throw the ball very well, I have a hard time believing they will. Um, again, they're they're facing a really good secondary. I just yeah. have a really good feeling that this Middle Tennessee State team is going to be able to do more than that. San Diego uh, State hasn't had that real dominant running back like they used to in the past. They haven't, That's always... and, and they really haven't had a, a defense that stands out to me. And remember, yeah. Middle Tennessee Sorry. State did they not, they did beat they beat Miami, Miami. earlier mm-hmm. this season as well. Now, I know that doesn't really translate, but I mean, they are a, a very similar types of offenses they're going to be playing here. Uh, Miami's a little more spread out, but just really anemic offenses uh, yeah. is the oh, comparison. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this one. That's it for our previews. So, with that being said, um, yeah, wish everybody happy holidays. Merry Christmas uh, from us to you. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. We we really hope wish everybody the best and and safe travels, safe safe celebrations. Don't drink and drive. Uh, no. Please don't do it. It's not worth not worth spending your life in jail and or Dead. Uh, Oh yeah, and or uh, killing somebody else. Uh, yeah. And and part man, it's just it's not something that's it's worth that kind of time. So I uh, remember what El- that, remember Say. what El- remember what Ellen Griswold said. I don't want to spend the holidays dead, Clark. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I just I just I just want to. Want everybody to enjoy the holidays, you know. Not everybody Absolutely. gets to uh, gets to spend them the way they want sometimes, but you know, mm-hmm. it, nothing uh, beats the fun that you could have with your family and or uh, hanging out with with the boys in a Discord call, perhaps on Christmas Day. You never know what's going to happen, but be on the uh, be on the lookout for our episode this weekend. That'll be our Christmas gift to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Really? We'll make sure. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Apologizing Sorry. already. Wow. Yeah, we apologize in advance, but. <laughs> yeah. That, that may we'll... be a hungover stream. I'll tell you right now. That may be a terrible. And, and we'll make sure to get that out, like, when we're going to do it. Like, whether it be oh, Saturday night or Sunday morning. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see what happens. But, uh, anyways, appreciate everybody who uh, tuned in or. Come to hang out, and we will uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Ah, uh, dude, I almost did it again. I almost hit leave <laughs> studio. Good night. <laughs>